Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Brace the controversy. Stay for the unbiased takes. After some time off, the guys are back with a summer recap series to cover all things football before the NFL season starts. The guys wrap up the preseason with this episode with a couple of prediction segments, lows and no's, and highs and lows. Finish up the preseason with us as the first college football games are being kicked off and the guys are witnessing Mitch and Pickett's last preseason game. So sit back and enjoy the show. All right, Jalen, we're back again. Been about a week or so, so always good to hop on on a, on a weekend. Uh, preseason wrapping up, about to uh, actually going to be watching live as we're recording this, the Steelers-Lions final game of the preseason, QB battle. Uh, how are you doing today, sir? Final game, man. We made it. We made it. Final game. Um, I'm watching all these preseason highlights just because there's nothing else to watch until this game comes on. Um, doing good, though. I mean... Vikings have not looked the best out here in preseason, but it's uh, only preseason. So we'll see what that what that phrase is going to mean a lot these next couple of weeks, I feel like, yeah, for a lot of folks. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for this game just to see Kenny Pickett. But, yeah, as far as the rest of the preseason, glad it's wrapped up and we're getting into getting into the real season. Cannot wait to see what a lot of these teams look like. Yeah, we're about to hit that uh, scary point of the training camps and practices now, too, you know. Where players are just getting injured and during practices before the season start. Yeah. Ah, man. Come on, Danny. You missed a field goal. But yeah, man, it's pretty <laughs> it's a it's a pretty good time. Football is right on the cusp. We're gonna have college football to fill in that gap, you know. So had some of our first college football already yesterday, yeah. So it feels good to be back at back to football. Shout out Nebraska starting the season back off and Incredible fashion. Yep, classic meltdown. That was really something to watch. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we got other news as well. A little slight news that uh, a little bit of a I told you so moment. KD staying with the Nets. Oh, yeah. I guess we didn't talk about that really last time. Uh, yeah. yeah, that didn't happen yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I guess that's a good place to start. Well, yeah, that was crazy. Um, I think it does did make sense, like you said. Um. It was just because he has so much, so many years on his contract, and that's have so much more leverage, and it's just like makes it harder for him to force his way out, I guess. But yeah, I was surprised to see him go back on his word and that and it not happen a little bit. I'm not surprised they couldn't find a deal, but I know. I mean, KD really got put in his place. I felt like management really stepped up finally and was like, "Hey, enough is enough, here." We, we, you haven't even played like a day of this contract, you know, this extension. And you're already trying to talk about getting out of here. Like, come on, man. Yeah. It was, that, that was wild, in my opinion. That's why, even when, that's why I knew it was all, I, I, did, I didn't believe it, you know? It was so hard for me to believe. Yeah. Now you ended up, you were right on that. Uh, it was it's just too much. And like any team he would have gotten traded to also would have had to deplete basically everything they had to get him. And so as we no, no better of a situation, we experimented with that too. You yeah. know, we did experiment that where it was like, what scenarios could we possibly work out? You know, we went through a lot of teams and we, we saw really fast that it was a lot of things that you had to give up, you know? 
it's uh but in the, on the other end you know on a guy that did move to another popular team the lakers pat bev he's now on the lakers what do you think of that and all the drama that can be stirred up from that move. I mean, it's so funny that they just got the guy who Westbrook like hates the most in the league since they really don't want Westbrook on the team. Um, I mean, I, I wasn't surprising. Like, it's just funny that to me that the Lakers just got another really old guy to add to their core of old old men. He's a good defender. Like, he'll help, but not that much. Like, I don't think it's going to make an overwhelming difference. I'm guessing it just solidifies that uh that Westbrook that they'll. They, they're confident they can get some deal done, which I, at the end of the day, they probably will be able to just dump him off for a team that's like wants to clear its books after the year. Like probably the Pacers is what people think. I don't know. I don't think it makes a huge difference, but I do think it's really funny. Well, what did you think about it? Um, I just found it interesting first that you think the move is out of spite to get Russell Westbrook off the team. I mean, yeah, they hate yeah. each other. They got some bad blood, but you think it's really made out of spite? No, not purely, but I think it's just funny that, I mean, that's got to be part of it. Like, you obviously, I don't think, would bring in Pat Beverly if you were like, yeah, we're going to have Russell Westbrook on this team. Because it just also doesn't fit from a basketball perspective either, let alone that they hate each other. Yeah, I guess he can. I mean, like you said, he does bring a good defensive value to that team, you know? But... They were bad at defense last year. Yeah, they were really bad at defense last year. So he'll help them with that. Um it's going to be interesting just to see how he's going to mix with LeBron, too, and AD. I don't know how that's all going to get. I don't know. I think he's, he's going to have an interesting personality to throw into that mix. So I thought thought it was an odd move for sure when I, I wasn't, like, you know, off the mountain, off the charts when I saw this. You know, I was like, oh, okay. I was kind of confused, you know, probably, like, I don't know, were you a little bit, like, huh? Yeah, that's interesting. Kind of yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because huh. that's uh, how I reacted. I was like, "Huh, that's a little, <laughs> uh, that's a little odd." Okay, <laughs> okay. The Lakers, you know, they're just trying to do anything. I guess at this point, they're like, "We got to get some new blood on this roster because it's just a mess." Um, some sort of noise. I mean, I, he's going to make a lot. He's, that's all he is. It's just a, you know, a barker. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, I think he'll help and. At least somewhat, but I don't think it's gonna make a huge difference. Do you think they're a playoff team now? It depends on if they what they I'll say if they do the I'll say I will say if they do the the buddy healed Miles Turner trade with the Pacers to get rid of Westbrook that's been rumored, where the Pacers basically just send them those two guys who are uh, solid, younger than Westbrook, obviously, but have longer contracts, and the Pacers like are in a full rebuild, just don't want to pay them. So they just eat Westbrook's contract for a year. They do that trade. I think, yeah, they'll probably be scrapping for a seven or an eight seed. They'll be in that play and mix for sure. Hmm. But there's just so many better teams in the West still. Than hey, you really have some high hopes on Pat Bev because the last time I checked, we both had him uh, outside of that playoff picture. I mean, yeah, I'm saying if they also do the healed Turner thing. Oh, yeah, that is true. You're saying if they get rid of Russ- yeah. Westbrook and they load up a little bit. As of now, though, I know I still don't think they're a playoff team. Not with Pat Beth, it's not pushing them over the top for me. I I don't know, man. I, I think he brings uh, I think he brings something that he brought an intensity to Minnesota, and I think that same intensity is. Um, sorry, now I'm just watching Tottenham, my favorite soccer team, just putting up a highlight reel for this week's game. Dan Campbell, um, all the starters out here except golf. 
Really? Yeah. Wow. He might, hey, if he doesn't have golf in though, that's a good thing, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I was about to say, does that mean that he's going to be more of a starter? Oh yeah, Jared Goff's easily the starter. Their backups are terrible. I know David Blau didn't have a chance, huh? No, he's not even in right now. It's um, some other guy. Damn. Hang on. You see the games on though? Yeah, it just started. All right, where? I can put that on. Sit and watch soccer. So I'm only gonna be watching when it's Stravinsky uh, and Pickett. Once yeah, I was about to say, I'm not really interested in the defense of – I'm not really too interested in the hard knocks of, of Lions, but I do – I might catch up. Have you watched any of the hard knocks? I have not. No? Oh, man. Yeah. I haven't either. I've just been seeing little bits and skits coming off of it yeah. and everything. Uh, I, let's I, see. I'm never – I don't usually, like, watch too much of the hard knocks, but I kind of – I might go back and – I might watch some of it maybe if I'm bored. Uh, just to see Dan Campbell. Because I do like the Lions in a lot of their pieces. I'll say that. I guess that could be kind of a, a talking point here. I, I feel like we've talked a decent amount about the Lions. But... Yeah, I was about to say, that's that's the thing, is that thanks to the Hard Knocks, we have actually talked a good amount about the Lions. Yeah. And Dan, and Dan Campbell, actually. So, I guess while we're watching this preseason game, um, kind of said it a little bit earlier in this. I did write it down. Okay. But since we got most of these games played out, um, we got which game, which team is actually showing you signs that they're promising you like good things in the future, or it's just the good old phrase, meh, it's just preseason. Don't buy into what you see. Okay, I like this. This sounds like a fun game. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to list the team and everything. And you're going to go ahead and tell me if they're giving you good signs. Of- <laughs> Or not. Oh, what we got? What happened oh, on TV? Lady at the Steelers game just needed a crowd shot and she flipped off the camera. Double bird oh. instantly. They immediately cut away. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is awesome. <laughs> this is our moment she went for it. It was instant. <laughs> <laughs> that is gonna be all over social media, folks. I hope I hope you get to hear that somewhere oh. else on a good or better platform. That that's legendary. That was funny. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut off. I like the second, but that just having week. That is awesome. No, that is awesome. Yeah. Well, all right. Let's meet. Um, going to go ahead and give you a team that lost one of their birds last night, uh, the Ravens. If you haven't saw the little social media news, uh, Poe got injured. Their their uh, mascot he got injured during oh, the shit. halftime game. <laughs> so um, hope he gets back out on the field. But as for their team, the Ravens, they're back. They're still keeping their winning record in the preseason of, I think, now 23 games. They uh, they went 3-0 and again this year with preseason. So what are your thoughts on the Ravens? Do they show you any signs or it's just preseason? You're not buying into it. I mean, they're always good in the preseason, so I don't buy into it a ton. But I'll say I, – I guess I'll still say not – not a preseason overreaction just because I feel like the Ravens are always solid. Like I'm always going to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're always consistently good and very capable. They were really good last year before they fell apart when Lamar got hurt. So even though I do have some questions about them and I don't think they're in that top tier, like with Buffalo and uh, the chiefs, whoever else you want to put up there, the Bengals, even in the AFC, I, I still think they're a really good team. I just have some concerns about their receivers and Lamar's contract situation is, I don't think it's going to be a problem, but I feel like, but could also become one, but I'll, I'll say not an overreaction. Okay. Okay. 
Um, I'm a little bit on the same boat as well. You know, solid team, pretty much trusting the program, trusting Harbaugh. And uh, I know there's a lot of drama going around Lamar, but kind of got to go with the flow on this one. Just trust the program. Uh, not saying that Brett Hudley coming in at any point in the time would be ideal, but, you know, that's just, you know, trusting the program. They're doing their, they're doing their thing. Um, here's one that I think is a little bit close to home, of course, and that's the Vikings going 0-3 in the playoff, in the preseason. Sorry, mm-hmm. not the so, what are your thoughts on that? I wouldn't be too worried about it because I'm assuming Kirk – I mean, Kirk Cousins doesn't need to be out there in the preseason. He that, did not sniff the field. Yeah, that I don't worry about. I think the Vikings will be good this year. They have a really good roster, and I think their offense should be a lot better with a more creative offensive coach. Um, so, I, 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 I'm pretty bullet, pretty high on the Vikings this year. Um, so, I'd say I'm not concerned. It's just preseason. I'm a little concerned. Um, <laughs> 0 3 is not the best way to start your season. Uh, especially, I wanted to at least see as a new coach, you kind of want to see that, you know, get that first win off your belt, at least get that off, you know, the mindset. But bringing that, I guess, into the regular season, I'm a little concerned. But also, I felt like we lost these games and stuff. And I don't think we put up, you know, the most amount of points either. Well, well, we lost when we did these games either. So all this offensive mindset, yeah, I know we didn't get, you know, our starters weren't playing, yada, yada, yada. But, I mean, let's see here. I'm trying to pull up the schedule here. What happened? Of course, they're only going to show I'll say this. Season. I mean, I think it does, you can say what's not an overreaction is that I don't think Kellen Mond is ever going to be the guy that you want him to be. No, he is not, sadly. <laughs> He's a backup at best. <laughs> yeah and that's another thing that also stinks you know is that we have this new coordinator and didn't figure out our guys ends up bringing nick mullins no problem with nick mullins by the way we all know i have a little hype bias behind him but i mean uh, here we go vikings only put up 13 points against the broncos last night and they only put up seven points against the 49ers like that that's kind of concerning even though you, know, you could say again isn't the starting offense but you know you're still the coach you're still trying to test out plays and all that and it's like yeah only only 20 points in those two games only 20 the (laughs) opponents had 17 and 23 i mean and those are two teams that we also think are going to be again it's just a preseason game but two teams that we think are going to be in the playoffs you know so it's not too promising, in my opinion. I'll give you that. The Steelers' first drive with Mitch did not look very promising. He just got sacked <laughs> on third down. So I know you said, oh, my God, but I could hear you sort of clapping, hoping that there's a – I see the smile. You're like, yes, this is sort of a good thing. <laughs> You're like, yeah. I'm not happy about the offensive line. But Mitch just – the reason I honestly like even more than just as a rookie, and we'll see what happens in this game. But, like, Mitch, like, he's athletic, and I feel like he's trying to make plays, but Kenny Pickett just, like, throws it way faster, at least from what I've seen. Yeah, he knows how to dish it out fast. Like, he's good on the quick dump dish outs, you know, the dump dink and dunks. I think that's where he's going to be the – that's where he's going to excel this season. Yeah. Some interesting – Which leads into my next team. The Steelers are going into this game 2-0. and Let's talk about – let's talk about things outside the quarterback for you. Okay. What other signs outside the quarterback since we are watching this game 
or at least currently you are. I'm still struggling to get it on. Um, outside of the, you're going to be looking at quarterback pretty heavy this game. Outside of the quarterback, though, are the Steelers giving you some good signs going into the season, or are you still trying to just sit there and just be like, nah, it's just preseason? Um, I mean, they're giving me some good signs. I the defense is always going to be good. I don't. I think we'll still be really pretty good. Hopefully, better against the run. Uh, I don't worry about it too much. Um, I I kind of want to say they. I kind of want to say I'm a little concerned just about the O line because it still looks horrible in the preseason and it looked really bad on that drive just now. Um, but I think they're giving me some hope. Like the weapons are all really good. If the line can just hold up, I think they can be pretty good or at least decent with Mitch or Kenny. Um, but I'll say it's just preseason because I'm still a little worried about this line. It still looks very shaky. Okay. Okay. I'm saying I'm getting some good signs from the Steelers. Um, I think they're going to – it's at least looking to beat me that they're going to be a lot more competitive in their division. Like, we we did we did say they're going to be competitive in the division. But I think I think after especially what happened – what's going on in Cleveland, question marks going on there, you know, for the next, I think, what is it, 12, 11 weeks. Um, and then you got things going on – QB drama in Baltimore, which I don't think is going to really transpire into anything going into – that will affect their gameplay maybe until unless, you know, Lamar gets hurt. I feel like that's the only way. So yeah. I got to put, put my phone down. I handle this. But, um, yeah, I, my main thing about the Steelers, though, is I'm really liking your weapons. I mean, the weapons are being highlighted really well this preseason. Um, especially, and it's not just Pickens. Um, for me, it's Pat Farmew. I mean, we were already a fan of him last year. Um, I don't know. Is he playing in this game? Yeah, he was out there the first drive. I don't know how long he'll be out there. He was out there. He got some good time when Pickett was out there I last week, someone, and I, they were. And the I'm sorry, but the connection that the, I saw online, anyways, I guess the fire move come from a school in Pennsylvania as well. He went to Penn, Penn State. Yeah, so. <laughs> it was like you got Pitt throwing to Penn. Even the, I thought it was cool that you got a little Pennsylvania connection, though. Even though they're probably not from Pennsylvania, but their schools were there, and that's yeah, a pretty cool pipeline thing, you know. No, it is. I feel like Kenny Pickett, like he feel like he's like fits this offense pretty well, like what the OC wants to do. Even though I don't think he's a great OC, um, and like I do, I do feel like Pickett fits with the weapons pretty well. I hope at least that's me being optimistic. I mean, I don't think Mitch will be, like, awful during the season, but this line, it's just going to be shaky. Um, but, yeah, I do really like the weapons. I think they're pretty top tier. Yeah. I'm, I was going to say, it's been a good good, uh, good preseason highlighting those guys. <laughs> um, another, I don't know if this team went, won their game. I haven't checked, personally. Um, and it's the Bills. Yeah. The Bills, when I checked, they were they were two and zero when I first made this list. Uh, I don't know if they won their game, but do you think the Bills have answered a lot of your questions going into this season? They did lose twenty one nothing today. I see, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, I have no worries about the Bills. I mean, they're loaded. I think they're going to be very good this year. To me, I mean, they're probably the fav the favorites in the AFC. To be honest, um, just because I feel like compared to all the other top teams in the AFC. They're more they're they have like the greatest now that makes sense, but like level of separation <laughs> between them and their division. 
Like the AFC West is loaded, but all those teams are great. Like the Bengals, as good as they are, I feel like the Ravens are much closer to them. And even maybe the Steelers, not as much. If the Browns, once they have Deshaun, like versus I just feel like Buffalo is so far ahead of like Miami, New England, and the Jets that it gives them a shot to get to one seed. So that's not an overreaction. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's a, you know, not an overreaction. You know, we're still waiting to see what's going on with the other teams, especially, you know, the Patriots got to go out here and still prove it to everyone that their <laughs> offense is legit. Because Mac Jones, oh my goodness, it was, it's not looking good. No, I mean, no. just mentioning, you know, just subdivisions, you know, Mac Jones is just not looking as good, looking like he's going to be struggling this year. Um, they're not even on this list. That's why I'm just giving them a quick pretty much shout out. Um, but that's back to the Bills. Um, pretty solid. I didn't know they lost their game in a little bit of a blowout fashion, but I'm pretty sure they did the popular thing that I've seen, and that's a lot of the people resting their starters, you know, not even not even chancing it for this game. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say I'm going to stick with you as well. You're going to – I'm going to go ahead and say that they're showing us the same old, same old. I don't know if they answered any questions, but, you know, it's going to be – they're the old guys that are opening up our season. So, do I think they're ready to open up the season? Hell, yeah. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> um, Let's go with – I'm going to go ahead and give you another team that came out of the preseason a little stinky. All right. And uh, we were – let's go ahead. We're going to talk about AFC West team. Um, this guy apparently is more on the hot seat than I thought he was. And that's, uh, um, sorry, lost his name. lost his name in my head, but it's the Chargers coach, Brandon Brandon Staley. Yeah, Yeah, there we go. I knew right when I said the (laughs) team, it would come in the head, come in mind. So the Chargers who came out 0-2, again, don't know if they won their game last night, but, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on the Chargers lately? Do you think they're going to be ready to compete in this AFC West? after the preseason showings or yeah like or you're gonna be like eh, didn't see herbo it's just preseason not gonna worry about it yeah i'm gonna say it's just preseason on that one i i will say i don't know how i do think brandon staley um depending on how many i mean obviously there's three new uh mcdaniels and hackett are new but i mean he might not be the he could easily end up being the fourth best coach in that division if those other guys work um, but I think he's a solid enough coach, and Herbert's just amazing. So I'll say it's just preseason. I'm not worried. The Chargers still have a great roster, and Justin Herbert, I think, is just too good. He's, I think he's going to make the playoffs um, just because he's so talented, and he has so much around him now. So you think this is the year they make the playoffs? And remember, this isn't your official take. Remember, we got next week for our official yeah. retakes. Yeah, well, but you think this will be a good year for them to make the playoffs? Huh? Yeah, I'm still confident in the Chargers, even though the division's better. I just think Herbert is so good. He's such a good quarterback. Mitch okay. can drive number two. And I saw that. Yeah, I saw him readying <laughs> up. I got the stream on. Um, so I'm just going to go ahead and transition. I'm going to keep it on these lower these teams that kind of stunk it up. All right. We got the Bucks. Tom Brady just showed back up and everything from his family or personal issues, I guess. We don't want to – not really sharing, and I don't really need to know. He's back, and that's what matters. Um, but as a team, I'm pretty sure they stunk. And uh, they went 0-2. Don't know if they won their last game again last night. But, oh, man, 0-2. Brady's not looking like he's in the best of moods coming into this. What are your thoughts on the Bucks and their preseason start? 
I'll say there is a little bit of reason to con- be concerned. Not a ton about just them losing the preseason, but because they've lost a bunch of linemen already. They did get Shaq Mason a trade, but then they lost their center for a while for an injury. He's one of the best centers in the league. They lost both their guards from last year, replaced one with Shaq Mason. But then the guard who was filling in, Aaron Stinney, actually from JMU, he got he blew out his knee. He's done for the year. So the interior of that O-line, the tackles are still solid, but the interior of that O-line is going to be not what it has been. And on top of that, everything with Brady, I mean, he's got some family stuff, obviously, whatever has been going on. He's still retired, unretired. There's been all these stories about him going to the Dolphins and wanting to go to the Raiders. The Bucs are kind of just learning. They're like, oh, they, he kind of maybe just settled to go to the Bucs because it made the most football sense, but he didn't really want to be here. Um, and like Brady, I mean, who knows? he might not even want to be on the Bucks that much. He just wants to keep playing. But so I think there's noise questions on the O line. I still think they'll be good, make the playoffs. But I think they might not be as dominant as I originally thought they would be, just based on the rest of the NFC. I think they might have. Oh, some oh that is hilarious. The Bucks were the side chick indeed in this situation. When you put it that way, Colby, they were definitely they definitely you made them sound like the side chick. I'm writing it down too. Colby's claim. Rip. Oh, dime. <laughs> what a Is catch. that from Mitch? Johnson. Yeah. Johnson. Oh, man. Dude, I'm glad they paid him. He's such a dog. My streams are uh, failing me. Sorry. Didn't mean to spoil it. No, you're good. You're good. I might have to find like a hey, here, YouTube radio. No, you're good. You're good. I might have to find a YouTube radio stream. I'm just chill on the radio. I'm just hear it. Or at least to see, they have like a little. They usually have like a watermark over it. You know, it's it's pretty pretty awful. Bro, I was dying. That was the best throw I've seen Mitch make, probably. He dropped that in there. And again, they'll just drop the highlights from the quarter end, so I'm not really too too worried. Um, okay, here's a team that I think a lot of people are up and down on All right before i guess i know our time's probably about to cut off here how much we got left about 350 i already sent you the link for the... hey cool. let's slip screen I'm not sure why it's <laughs> out there but <laughs> um this team they've got another team they're going off they started off the preseason strong i don't know if they won their new battle of new york didn't check in on that yet um, both those teams came into that game 2-0. and Let me see. It's not that hard to check. Jets won 31-27. And that's perfect because that's the team I wanted to talk about is the Jets. Um, obviously, lost Zach Wilson for the start of the season. Um, not the end of the world, it seems like, for the Jets, though. They're pretty positive, it looks like, though, you know, when Zach Wilson comes back. What are your thoughts? Um. Yeah, I think, I mean, he might only miss, like, the first game or two. He could be out there week one. I feel like just to be safe, he'll probably miss a week or two. I mean, I like how they drafted. Like, they got a bunch of backs. I mean, Bryce, Brees Hall, you hope he's really good. Carter. Um, Denzel Mims actually played great today. Um, Enter your lottery's Powerball. First millionaire of the year promotion. Oh, Colby's uh, ads are just going off the I chart mean, today. I, I like the uh, – I do like the pieces the Jets added in the draft. It sucks they lost Beckton, but they signed Dwayne Brown to kind of be a replacement, which is, like, solid. I would rather have Dwayne Brown as the Steelers tackle versus the guys they have out here. Um, woo! Najee spin cycle. But 
Um, yeah, I mean, I'm reasonably optimistic about the Jets. I still think they'll be fourth in their division because it's brutal. Um, but I think they'll win a few more games. And Zach Wilson, uh, I think he can improve a little bit because he does have he has more pieces around him than he had last year for sure. Um, he definitely has like decent weapons, especially compared to like Justin Fields. And he has honestly better weapons than Mac Jones. He doesn't have Belichick in the Patriots line, but he has better weapons. Yeah, I agree. Um, Zach Wilson's got some hype behind him, and outside of that, you know, uh, the weapons are there to this year. They got a, their defense is steadily getting built up still. Um, you know, the questions are just going to be behind Zach Wilson and Sala this year, how they're going to perform and pretty much lead this team to what they are trying to go to. Um, well, that's about it. I have a few other teams, but I kind of want to move a little bit on just because. I do have a quick little couple things we can touch up on. All right. Um, and get to watch this game, hopefully. Yeah, so, yeah. There's, uh, this offense, they're raking out some crafty little plays here. They just ran a fun little jet sweep with Gunner. Huh. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we sit here, uh, get in towards, towards the back end of our recording here, uh, Steelers, Mitch Trubisky still in the game, almost getting close to halftime. Might not see Kenny till the second half at this point, which is a surprise the starter's been in this long. Um, and, yeah, we got a little segment. Uh, so we're just going to do our top, our most and least interesting teams going into the season. Um, essentially, doesn't they don't have to be interesting because they're good. It can be interesting for any number of reasons. New pieces, new quarterback, new coach, uh, good team based off last year any reason they can be interesting. And then our three that maybe they're good, but maybe they're just not that interesting. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm ready to get into this if you are. Oh, no. yeah. Let's go ahead. Get, let it rip, Colby. Let's, let's see what it tastes of what you got. Yeah, TJ Watt, I guess, got injured while he was out there, they just said. Doesn't look sound like it's too serious, but dang. Um, oh, man. It's not good. So, yeah. Um, this is why I wanted to save the injury segment for next week. Yeah. So <laughs> I'll go first with our uh, with the most and least interesting. Uh, so it doesn't have to be ranked in any particular order, just three of the teams you think are the most interesting. Um, so when I was thinking about this earlier, when I was thinking about this segment, um, really the, there are so many interesting teams, but one that jumps out to my mind is one of the three I want to see is the Raiders. Um, in Vegas, Josh McDaniel, second time around as a coach. They just picked up Devontae Adams for Derek Carr. They added another pass rusher. They're coming off a crazy, wild season. Uh, they're a great, fun franchise that's been down for a while. If they're lit, it's good for the league. Vegas is awesome. The stadium, everything there is great. Um, and Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, man, that's fascinating to me. With the backdrop of just how good the AFC West is now, uh, I'm very, very interested to see what the Raiders are looking like this year. So they'd be one of my top three. Okay, okay. That is a good start. Um, For me, personally, a story that I really hype on is, and I really hope that they are also going to live up to this hype and everything as an interesting storyline, and that's Baker Mayfield and the Panthers. Um, I'm a I I am I'm a fan of Baker. Uh, through all the drama, through all of it, um, all the funny progressive commercials. Really looking forward to seeing how they handle those. Um, <laughs> I gotta see the move out. Like, like there has to be a move out commercial where he's just like, "All right, we're here," and he pulls up to Carolina. 
and they have to throw like some sort of shade at Cleveland, like you know, get a quick jab and, and just let it be. Would not do that, but if they did, yeah. that would be hilarious. But, but um, like a moving company as <laughs> movers insurance or something. Yeah, yeah, moving companies. So, all anyways. Um, I'm big on the Panthers, though. I think I I've always think their their defense is pretty underrated. In my book, I feel like they're not getting enough attention. Yeah. Um. Give some nice, really nice players on defense. Yeah. So I think, especially now, and they were all young too. That was the other thing too. Is like a lot of them are young. So take that in you know, a nice leadership at quarterback. You know, hopefully now people will start buy, buying into him. And Robbie Anderson is probably quiet. I haven't heard anything about his complaining about Baker taking over. So. He's better than Darnold, I would say. So I, exactly. I hope he finally learned that in these practices, that he's better than Darnold. So, for me, it's Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers because you also have Matt Rule and the tension around him. And it's just a very, very hot spot right now in Carolina. Yeah. No, yeah, they're in a very interesting. I cannot wait to see the Panthers and Baker. I hope it works out for him. I'd love to see him succeed there. Um, yeah. So as far as uh, do you want to hear? You want me to go with a? We'll, we'll alternate around. So uh, I'm gonna go with one of the, my three least interesting now teams that I'm really just like, meh. I feel like I kind of know what they're gonna be, and there were a couple ways I thought about going for this, but I'm actually gonna say a team that I don't necessarily think is gonna be bad, but I just think they're gonna be kind of boring and less interesting than they were last year, and that's the Titans. Um, losing AJ Brown, that's a huge dynamic element replacing him with a receiver rookie works you hope he's good we'll see Tannehill. i feel like he just kind of lost all his mojo at the end of last year but he's solid he'll be fine they'll run the ball well with derrick henry win a lot of game a good amount of games probably on defense and great coaching but in the gauntlet with the afc with all the lit quarterbacks and with so many better quarterbacks i just they have a low don't think they have super high ceiling I don't think they'll be as good as last year, and I don't think they're terribly interesting. Unless Malik Willis gets out there, but I don't see that happening, at least not till maybe the very end of the year. Yeah, um, I, I kind of agree on that take, mostly on the fact that, you know, you're pretty – you're going to be pretty consistent around what you're going to be probably doing this season, like you said. Probably going to be a very Derrick Henry, Henry-heavy offense. Um, it's just, and for me, the only thing that's going to be interesting is, yeah, you got in Malik Willis to make it a little and everything, to make it, I guess, in the terms of just making things interesting, you know? You're like, Malik Willis is there now. Um, if Tannehill ends up stinking the bed too much, and if for some <laughs> reason, you know, another injury of war to force happen, you know, how will this team respond and all that? Because especially without A.J. Brown, being a nice safety guard for them when Derek when Derrick Henry was down and stuff like that. So how will they respond to it if someone else, you know, were to go down, you know, this team and then death. So it's gonna be interesting to see how things go for the Titans. But I think as well though, like you said, it's also kind of know that they're gonna probably make the playoffs. You know, they're like you I kind of agree with that. Like, yeah, I'd probably itch their, I was probably write their name in. Like, I'm pretty sure they probably would win their division. They're one of my favorites to win that place. So, it's, it's, it's a very, it's, I was about to say, they're going to win games. Like, that's, that's something that I agree with. Like, yeah, they're going to definitely win games. Yeah. 
right well you can go you can go with the most or least interesting yeah i'm gonna go with another i'm gonna go and just follow the trend and everything and i guess for me personally a team that's just not that interesting for me to buy into is daniel jones and the giants right now um i'm just yeah, I am just the moment that they said that they're just going to stick and run with him. I was already sold off of the Giants. Um, I expect them to have five wins this season, and those five wins will be the most. I guarantee you, those Giants fans are going to be biting tooth and nail on each of those wins, and they're going to love them every single one of them because they're going to be scrappy. It's going to be a very scrap. They're going to be very scrappy wins. Um, but. For me personally, I'm not even talking about the fact that it's just they're bad. It's just I just think this time for them, I thought they just needed a new new form of something. I'm already tired of it. I'm just tired of the Giants. I don't know why. I'm tired of Daniel Jones. Tired of Saquon Barkley. Give it a new a new shot. I do like Brian Day. Like that is something I can say. Like I do like that. But besides that, you know, it's like show me something. You know, and it's just like they haven't shown me nothing in a while. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, now that's a good one. Um, yeah, the Giants. Yeah, they were. I also thought about having them on my least interesting list. I yeah, I just don't have a lot of faith in them. I feel like they're off. I think Dayball was a good hire. I think the offense should at least be improved. But yeah, not not super optimistic. The Giants will be very interesting. Um, I guess I'll go with another one of my most interesting here. And man, there are a lot and a, a couple teams that we've talked about a lot. Uh, but one that I, I just have to put on there, and I think it's on a lot of people's list, is the 49ers. Um, I mean, I'm just fascinated by Trey Lance. He has so much physical potential, but he's so raw. You hear the reports that he's, like, all over the place in practice. He, he really looked bad their last preseason game. They didn't score against Houston. Um, he's inaccurate, very physically gifted, super team, great roster around him. They gave up all these picks to get him. If he, like, is a home run and hits, they could easily they could win the Super Bowl. But if he's a bust, like, that would be crazy. They give up a lot for him. I- I'm fascinated by the Niners. I can't wait to see them and watch them and see what they look like. That Niners-Chicago um, underrated week one game. Even though the Niners are a lot better, interesting. Trey Lance, Justin. Yeah, I can see it from a QB standpoint. That, that game is probably going to be – it would be very, uh, I guess you can say, you know, play action, playmaker type type game um for me i'm gonna go ahead and just follow and keep on following the path um you took an afc west team and i'm gonna go ahead and do the same mine is the chargers um i'm a big justin herbert fan i've said this before it's about damn time he gets in there and win a playoff game um that's why i said brand staley is on the hot seat that i didn't know about and i found out these last couple weeks that the media is starting to say yeah you know what I think if he doesn't do it, he might be fired this year. And I thought about it. And it's like, it's a reasonable take to think about, you know, that, I mean, it, it, it's, it's crazy though. Like it wasn't like, it was only, he's like, what his first, this is his second year. Like, what, what did, like, this is only his second year. Like, so um, it's just crazy also just to think about that's how fast people just demand success in the NFL instead of just being patient patient sometimes you know with the coaches and let them actually build something but and that's what I want to look at and see this the Chargers went out shopping with Staley and I want to see 
Does Staley spend his money right? You know, that he uh, make the right moves. Is this team going to make be that team that we think will be a competitor in the playoffs? So that's that's where I stand. That's my AFC West team that I think is hype. No, yeah, the Chargers are very interesting. I thought about – you could put – you could honestly put all four AFC West teams on the most interesting list. They're all fascinating in their own way. Even the Chiefs, who have been so good for so long, are now fascinating because their receiving core looks completely different. No Tyree Kill. And they don't really have a true number one, but just a bunch of solid guys. Interesting. Uh, but I'm not going to put any more of them on my list. I- I'm going to go and grab one more of my least interesting now. Um, and I thought about it. And they do have some – interesting young players but for the most part uh i'm just gonna say seattle just because i think they're gonna be bad and not that interesting they said geno smith is gonna be their week one starter he beat out drew lock drew lock threw three picks in a preseason game yesterday i mean they're just so bad at quarterback and in so many other spots it's just a total rebuild and they're gonna bottom out this year and get one of the top quarterbacks so i think it'll work out for them eventually but yeah this is just a full tank year and even the other bad teams all have more interesting storylines and pieces around them that Seattle's not. Mm. Yeah. I mean, Seattle, it sucks that they're, they got to go. They're so far away. I always, I'm always never interested in what's going on in Seattle and they're trying for me right now, you're just hearing that they're trying to build that thing. Like, Oh, I mean, Drew Locke, he stunk the bed. It's Geno Smith time. So, and just, just saying that disgusts me. So I, I'm, I'm with you. They're not as hyped. I would say they would probably would have been my my team that I would have also put on this list as well. Um, but at the same time, who knows? Um, but I, I'm with you. I'm not too confident, not too interested as well in the Seattle Seahawks. DK Metcalf is not enough for me personally. Um, I like all some right. draft picks, but yeah, not interesting. Bad. Yeah, I feel <laughs> so. Oof, man, taking the t- – all right, just, just a quick recap for those. Teams that I can't pick are the Giants, Titans, and Seattle Seahawks that are uninteresting this year. You already picked the Giants. Um, yeah, I already picked the Giants, and you picked the Titans and Seattle Seahawks. You can also grab another most interesting if you want to beat me to, to – if you want to pick one of those. No, no, no. I like the competition right now. I like the competition. Um. Least interesting. I think I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It's going to be a little controversial. I might be a little controversial. I'm going to say it. I'm not that interested in the Ravens as much as usual this year. Really? That's interesting. Okay. Yes, exactly. I'm not not as usual as I am. Okay. Hear me out. They're going to have the cold QB drama and everything. They got that going on. But I feel like I just trust that it's all going to work out, you know? I like I just trust like just from the just from a perspective of just slight Baltimore biasy here in inside me as well as just I trust that it might all work out you know like it's like things will just go the way they plan they'll probably like I think you know just keep our like they're trying to make it work but if it doesn't like I feel like it will all it'll all work out you know like things will just pan out that's why I say it's not that interesting for me because I personally think it'll all work out you know from that type of standpoint like you know i think well it's it's for me it's like it's hardball he won these three preseason games still underneath all this you know drama so i'm like i think it's all gonna work out still they're not gonna need all that drama around them this year yeah they're still gonna be they're still gonna be the ravens i do agree with you i think they'll still be the ravens and pretty good i think that's a, a good interesting choice george pickens just had a nasty toe touch grab on the sideline i mean mitch has been awful 
he's just been like kind of all right. Um, 13 of 17 had the starters in the whole first half. Um, that's good. You know, that kind of gives me an idea and that's going to, I'll put one up for my least, my final, I'll actually go two least interesting in a row. I'm going to oh. put it up here. I'm going to grab my final least interesting because I wasn't really thinking about them until hearing your spiel there, but it's kind of a team that I feel the same way about uh, in is the Rams. I think the Rams are uninteresting just because other than the potential for Stafford's elbow, maybe there's an injury even then, like that sucks. It's true. But I mean, if he's healthy, like I think the Rams are just going to be really good in the NFC. Like they're kind of clearly in the best position to be the top dog again this year. When you look at the rest of the conference, everyone else has a lot more questions than they do. Um, so I don't think the Rams are terribly interesting just because, I mean, I think they'll just be really good again. It'll be kind of similar to what they were last year and they'll be around in the hunt. They might win the NFC again. Um, but I don't think they're, unlike last year when it was Stafford's first year, I don't know that they're terribly interesting. I think they're just really good and you kind of know what to expect. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, I agree. Um, so the Rams, first of all, it's like copying, they should copy and paste to pretty much what they're doing. They did last year. If you think about it, you know, it's like they got most of the crew running back. They got more guys coming back. It's, Sure, they lost Odell and Vaughn Miller, but those guys came out in midseason, you know, and that's what they're probably going to end up doing again this year. Watch, they're going to be, there's probably going to be, they're going to be like making one or two moves. They're going to be like, oh, they just released so and so and him and them, you know, and then they're going to bring in big name, big name wannabe, <laughs> probably, you know, and then he's going to turn up in LA. So, it's it's probably it's the recipe for success for him. It worked last year, and uh, you know, f them draft picks might work out for them. Sadly, and yeah. if it goes another, I hate to say it, but if it goes another year, and you're right, you know, it's like it's, they have the least amount of question marks outside of Stafford's shoulder and Aaron Donald's uh helmet ripping issues, which we haven't talked about by the way. Aaron Donald ripping <laughs> oh, yeah. off two Bengals helmets. I wonder if he's going to get suspended for that. Mitch threw a touchdown in the red zone. He finally threw a good one. They said they are handling it inside the business, so I don't think they're going to suspend them for any of their games. Um. All right. Even though you put me in a spot on the lows, you can I'm going to go ahead and put you on a spot on the highs. All right. I like that. Who's your final most interesting? Whew, okay. For me – the most interesting team for the last one is probably still going to have to be that Call of Duty playing five <laughs> foot ten, interesting. probably most little tiny, wow. little tiny midget going up against those Goliaths that you were just talking about. Okay. Um, no D Hop coming out to start this season. Everyone just made fun of your contract just now. Um, how are you guys going to finish the season has always been a question mark. Your first playoff game was garbage. Um, everyone thinks so highly of you. You got this massive contract that's dictating right now Lamar Jackson's contract. Um, yeah, like for me, it's like for me, it's what's really you, we even said it before outside of the old heads in the NFC. Tyler Murray is supposed to be the next man up. You know, 
right now. Like right now, <laughs> as of guaranteed quarterbacks that have played, Kyler Murray is supposed to be the next man up. And I want to see this for interesting reasons. I I would like to see Kyler Murray prove that, you know, prove that contract, prove all the yeah, you're getting on the Jalen's hate list. And you know what? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of true, but at the same time, it's also very he's a very interesting quarterback. So it's like I want to see if this is uh if it's all going to work out. It's Arizona, so it usually doesn't. So what's going to happen? That is interesting. Yeah, I mean, the Cardinals are another team. They wouldn't have been on my top three, but they're definitely interesting. Uh, I look forward to seeing Kyler this year. I think Kyler is going to prove some of the critics wrong, just because I do like – I like Kyler more than you do. Um, I, You know, I've been a Kyler defender, even though there's weird stuff, uh, with Gabe as well, who's a big anti-Kyler guy. I still feel like Kyler's very talented, and he's very special, and he does crazy things. Um so I still think Arizona and the NFC will be in the playoffs, um, but they are interesting. Uh, I guess for the last one, so then uh, – so you got one more least interesting left, and then I got my last most interesting. I'm going back and forth between two, um, and I almost was going to say the Eagles. I was surprised you didn't have them on there. Um, but I know we've talked a lot about the Eagles and how we both believe in them. So they're borderline, but I'm actually for my last one going to say Jacksonville just because I love Trevor. I still think Trevor Lawrence was just got screwed over last year. I don't take too much from it. I still believe with Doug Peterson now he can pop and be that generational prospect. And in a weak division, they still have a bad roster. They're probably still one more year away uh, to be like to do anything as far as like making the playoffs. But I think if Trevor Lawrence can pop with Doug Peterson, which I think he will, I think they're going to be a lot more entertaining um, and a very fun storyline to follow. I, I'd love to see Doug Peterson shine in his second act in Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence just be put in a position to succeed and, and save Jacksonville's fans from all their misery. So I think they're, I'm going to put them instead of the Eagles as my final most interesting team. You're muted. Reason why I didn't well, that's very interesting. <laughs> the reason why I didn't choose the Eagles, first of all, was because um I already said the Giants on my list. That's an NFC East team trying to mix it up and you had the uh oh no, Eagles are your first team. Were would have been your first team. But anyways, we don't need to talk about the NFC East. They're always talked about too much. Um I like the Jags though. We talked about the Jags a lot. We're all big on Doug Peterson, new new vacation Peterson. Um yeah, it's going to be interesting times over there. Um, going over to my lows, though, I was sitting here thinking of it, and I had to do a quick little search. That's why I was muted. But um, as I was doing the quick search, my lows is the Texans. Even though I picked them on my Madden team. I did, and By the way, I just downloaded Madden the other night. Played, made it all the way. Played till 2 a.m. last night. And I made it playing through the Jalen, the certified rules that we have, you know, where we only play rivalry and primetime games. Texans had z- only one primetime game, and I accidentally simmed it. So um, I'm already at, like, the final three weeks of the season. <laughs> Only played three games, and Louis uh, Lovey Smith did not do so well. That's all I can really say. But with that being said, though, Texans are not that interesting. Um, we talked about how we thought the Titans and Colts are pretty much going to run it. Even said the Jags, they're a year away, but they're still making more 
interesting, better, I feel like more consistent moves to keep their name in that contention. <laughs> and Texans did do one thing that I did say, and they had some good moments in preseason. They went three and out. I really you like Bill's man, which is why I disagree. Yeah. With I mean, I do too. I have, I mean, I, it, it's not a bad relationship on Madden right now, so I can't <laughs> hate him yet, you know, I have no hate yet. Um, but right, it's for me, it's, you know, it's just like, what else is going on there? You know, like it's just, it's, it's, I can see how you're probably looking at it. It's Davis Worlds versus Davis Mills versus the world. That's true. <laughs> you know, their rookie running back does look good from Florida. Damian. Oh, Damian Pierce is amazing. Yes, he is. He is a great. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, no, not even in Madden. I was just – I chose the Texans knowing that Damian Pierce was on that team. So, he was he was our, a pre-known gem before I even picked it up. Um, shoot, Mar- I was more surprised they had uh, Eric Stingley and uh, – what's his name? Their safety. I don't even know what his name is. It's like Petey or Pitt or something like that. But, anyways – um, yeah, the Texans, though, I don't think they're going to just do enough to surprise me this year to keep me interested. I think I know what they got and what they're going to serve. And, you know, not that not that interested. No, no. Yeah, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, I think their roster is still really bad. And the Levy Smith hire is still very strange. Um, but I just think Davis Mills, at least watching his performance and seeing if he can take a step forward and still look to be solid. Um, it's definitely interesting, but yeah, that was good. I, I like that. So that's our list to recap. Jalen's three most interesting teams are the Chargers. Um, the who are the other ones? The Chargers. <laughs> I got them right here. <laughs> that's the Chargers, the Panthers, the Cards. That's right. Your three high teams are the Raiders, 49ers, and Jags. And then the Lows, <laughs> I got. Giants, Ravens, and Texans, and you got Titans, Seattle, Rams. Yeah, I got almost so West in there, dang. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's why I was trying to mix mine up. NFC West teams. It's <laughs> about to say you, that's why I had to take the Cardinals before you ended up taking them because at that oh, rate okay. you would have taken them as your. If you would have gone four teams, you probably would have definitely had the Cardinals on there. <laughs> Chiefs at Cardinals week one. They're showing the week one CBS games right now. Uh, looks like Steelers, Bengals, CBS. Ooh. Oof, yeah. So great. Here we go. We're getting closer, man. Don't worry. Those, that the retake show is going to be very interesting. Let's just, I'm just going to say that because uh-huh. I'm glad we didn't do the sign in and out, which is where we would have just been like, all right, I'm off this team. I'm off this quarterback. I'm off this, you know, offense type deal. But. <laughs> like saving all that for next week especially when we have this off bye week we'll fill that gap in with some beautiful beautiful hypothesis takes hot or not take evaluation something that's going to be brand new to everyone that's going to be interesting we're going to have whole other just a bunch of skits pretty much ready to fire um it's gonna be good it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting we're gonna be ready for week one we've got a lot of good stuff to get to yeah Uh, to recap the uh, the Steelers situation, it's halftime. They're up 16-0. T.J. Watt got injured, which is pretty sad. So did Johnson. Hopefully they're like minor injuries, it's looking like. Uh, I hope. We'll see. Mitch played really well on the two-minute drill at the very end of the first half. He had some nice throws and threw a touchdown. Uh, so Mitch was actually not bad. The line still looks really, really bad. 
Uh, very questionable. But Mitch, Mitch wasn't awful. I'm guessing he'll probably be the starter. Was really hoping to see Pickett in the first half, though. Can't believe we're going to have to wait till third quarter to see Kenny, probably with the backups. Doesn't look like he's going to get any run with the ones. He shouldn't at this point because people are already getting injured. Truly criminal. Very. So I guess it's – I'm guessing based on this that it's going to be Mitch. So what are your thoughts then week one, Colby? Mitch Trubisky. It's officially going to come into reality. So you might as well go ahead and just start talking it up into existence. I mean, I'm not surprised. Like, I kind of figured it would be Mitch. Um, and I'm fine with it. Like, I'd rather see Pickett. I still think he should be out there week one. But I don't hate Mitch. Um, I don't feel very confident at all week one against the Bengals. I don't think we're going to win that game. Uh, in Cincinnati, they dominated us twice last year. And now they're going to have a better line. It'll be our first game with the new quarterback. Not very optimistic about that one, honestly. But I guess Mitch is fine. I think he's going to have a pretty short leash. But we'll see what he can do. I hope he goes out there and tears it up. Yeah, it's going to be 0-1-1. I like what you're saying, man. You're realistic <laughs> with it. Um, <laughs> you got to sometimes just say it. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Since uh, I came at your throat, I'm just going to come at my own. Uh I don't know how confident I am that the Vikings coming out week one right now. Just right now, speaking speaking right now before we even do our retake show. Uh, not really, not really confident in those Vikings. You're not. I still nah, Vikings. not against the Packers week one. The Packers for me for some reason, it's still it's still Rogers man, I, and yeah, that's I just feel like, like Rogers is gonna kind of still have a pretty good year. Like I think and Lafleur, it's like. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's for me. It's very shaky, and after, especially after O'Connell couldn't get a win. That's why I wanted. Pre, I wanted at least a preseason win for O'Connell. I mean, don't get me wrong. If your first head coaching career win is against Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, it's dark. That's a great. I was about to say that <laughs> is a great way to start the season, start your career, and everything. You know, I feel like that's how you get every Viking fan. To rally behind you, especially after your shaky preseason start. But that's just me right now. Like, I, I have to buy into that narrative. Like, we're just saving that win for week <laughs> one. You know? I like that. That's it. I mean, I like <clears throat> I think they'll be in the mix this year. I think they'll, they'll be a playoff team. Um, I'm not sure if that's my final prediction on them, but I think they'll be right there. I think they'll be pretty. Got a week to think about it. You got a week to think. These week, this next week, I'm going to be putting in a lot of. We're going to be putting a lot of thought into these. Finalize our any adjustments, make our final predictions. Yeah, final standing predictions and everything. It's going to be it's going to be interesting week, especially since we've done a lot since the schedule release show, mock draft show, (laughs) the post suit. Did we start? I feel like our first episode was like right after the Super Bowl. So here we so, are. Finally yeah, here we are. We finally made the journey, folks, for those <laughs> who actually uh, decided to tune through all of it. All right. But, yeah. What's up? I said we are on the rise. We are on the rise, for real, for real. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Always good. Cool. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Catch y'all later. All right. Jalen, so here we go again. Yeah, we got a little bit more preseason topics before we get into a few quick segments uh, hereafter. Yeah, very small segments and very <laughs> quick topics. Um, first one coming up from these preseason games from that little slate of highlights that I've watched 
and it was a uh, Sam Howell's ups and downs as a, in the Commanders uniform in their last game here in the preseason. Um, played the Ravens, always a tough outing when you go up against the Ravens. But Sam Howell, there is just some plays where it just looked ugly. And, I mean, obviously he's a rookie quarterback. Yeah. And everything. That's why I said this topic is ups and downs. Um, but there were a lot when I saw those ups, dude. He was not getting tackled. Like I'm telling you, if you watch highlights from that game, there's a couple of there's like few moments, and I'm saying a few because I feel like there probably was more that he was just shedding like breaking sacks I did and everything. I mean, the Washington O line is atrocious, and it's gonna and he's just out here. Like he was getting, I'm pretty sure he broke in at least out of four sacks from what I was watching. It was impressive. And he was still trying to make plays. So yeah. very ups and downs. I know we talked about Sam Howell a lot. What are your final thoughts on him? Because probably won't see him for a while. Yeah. Um. He, you know, he was interesting. He was one of the QBs I looked at a lot back when we did all the draft stuff. I really looked into, looked, researched and looked a lot at all the quarterbacks. Um. And, you know, it's kind of what, what I thought he was. It's kind of the reason why he fell below all of them. Um, he's got some real physical talent. He's strong, athletic. He can run. He's got a really good arm. Um, but he is – damn, only 10 minutes. I guess it didn't matter that I didn't let you in. Um, but, but yeah, he's, he's not at all ready. He's very raw. He played in a very college on NFL-like system. Uh, and he's definitely not ready for the speed of the NFL game, I just think, from a passing perspective not to the level, really not even to the extent that like Pickett, Willis, and Ritter, um, maybe more, maybe around with Willis, but not even, not nearly what Ritter, Ritter even or Pickett can do at this point. So yeah, I think he's just raw. He'll probably honestly be the third string for most of this year. I'd love to see him get out there at some point, but yeah, it just shows that he's got talent, he's got gifts, but he's not at all ready to be out there. Yeah. Uh, oof, man, you really put down the hammer on him man really putting him on third put him on the third string he did put his name on the map i think that's a fair thing to say um yeah but like you know he did at least get some nods during this preseason like oh hey he's not a not as bad definitely raw you know i think that's definitely the notation that he's coming out with now um yeah that's all i can say we're going to be it's pretty much sayonara for sam Howell. um that's all I got pretty much to say to him because look, if that's the case, Heineke is a pretty solid backup. And I'm not I'm not mad at not seeing Heineke. I think we've mentioned this early enough before. I don't know. This is pretty pretty far in the in the journal log, but I, I do we do support Heineke, even though he's meh. But anyways, next topic. Justin Fields came in for the Bears. And I don't know if you saw this, but he threw three touchdowns. When I watched those drives, they were clean. They were crisp. They were good. Um, that's all I have to say for you. Just, just to ask, what do you think on that? And what are your thoughts on Fields going into this next season? I, mean, I know you were pretty high on it, but do you think he has what it takes to carry him? It looks like that's what the Bears are asking for him to do is do a lot of the heavy lifting this year. I don't think there's any scenario in which the Bears are good this year, but I still think they can have Damn. a successful season in that, like, Justin Fields takes, like, a major step forward. Like, if they suck, but Justin Fields takes a significant step forward, that's a successful season. Then you can get him more help in the draft. 
I do believe in justice. I just, I hate their roster and I have no faith in their organization as we've talked about many times, but that does give me hope. I do really like Justin Fields. Um, I thought, like I said, he, I thought he was better prospect than Lance or Zach Wilson, who both went above him. Um, so I, I really like Justin Fields and I hope he can overcome the bears. I'd say that's a good sign. Um, I think he can do some crazy things this year. Uh, not like winning, but I think he'll make some plays and at least keep the offense res- not even respectable, but viable at times. Yeah. Um, I think Justin Fields, that's what it, that's what it has to be. It's the, it needs to be, it needs to be a respectable offense. You know, if he gets out there and it's like, uh, if it if it comes to when you have to play the Bears on Sunday, you have to at least go in knowing to that game. Damn, got to have to go ahead and play Justin Fields. You know, it's not just the Bears no more because the Bears as a whole unit are pretty rough. You know, we 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 look at them and they're rough. So it's probably the nice way to put it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Justin Fields is definitely their bright spot. So if they tear it up, you know, next year it will be definitely because of him. He'll be that spark. And speaking of that spark, um, the Miami Dolphins got their new spark, a new toy. Then they gave it a test run that this past game in this pre- past preseason game with Tua and Tyreek. They both got a quick strike. And I think they completed a long bomb of like 40 yards plus. And then they connected for another 10 or 15-yard pass, which led resulted into one more play of a touchdown. A very quick uh, drive. They pretty much got in, got out. Um, do you think this is enough for Tua to go out there and just be like, boom, boom, boom? Critics, shut up. And we're getting ready for football season. We're going to be there to challenge the Bills. What are your thoughts? I mean, I don't think they're going to challenge the Bills. But I do think Tua will take a, have a pretty good year this year. I think he'll fit pretty well in Mike McDaniel's offense. And he has much better weapons. The line still not great, but it should definitely be better than it's been. Um, I don't know how high the ceiling is, and I, I could see – I think they're going to be in the mix. Maybe they sneak a wild card. Um, I don't think they'll make a far run. But, yeah, I think Tua will have a pretty good year. and They'll be right there in the mix. Yeah, I think there will be a team in the wild card this year as well. Um, definitely – it's gonna. they're definitely going to be a fun team to watch. Uh, we like the coach. I like the coach. Um, definitely got the weapons, you know. It's going to be all about pretty much Tua under a microscope. So it's going to be a – I'm interested. It's going to be an interesting – they're one of my teams that I would say would be one of the interesting teams leading into the season. They are. They are certainly interesting. They're in that mix. But, yeah, I mean, that's that's pretty much it. we got to wait and see, you know, this is it for Tua, you know. Yeah. So got to just wait and see. Um, and my last one is happening right now, and I didn't know how far along it would have gone, but it's uh, Tua and it's not Tua, it's our Trubisky versus Pickett. Um, how is all that folding behind you right now? Um, so it's nine nothing. Trubisky's gotten three field goals. Um, I, you know, I'm just, I'm, he's not really doing it for me, man. Like, I, I want to see, I hope they leave. Patrick is still out there. I hope they leave the offensive starters in and let Pickett play with the ones. Because uh, he looked better with the ones than Trubisky did last time. Um, I don't know. Like, I did not love that for Mitch. Like, if Pickett goes out here and balls again and, like, the offense looks better, 
I still feel like they're going to start Mitch just to use a veteran. He's seen NFL defenses, like real ones, not preseason. Yeah. I part of, I really do just think, like, just, just throw Pickett out there. Let him kind of have some rough moments as a rookie, but just roll with the punches, give him a full year to kind of learn the position. There's no point. I think this offense will be as good, if not better, with Pickett than it will be with Mitch, even with him making the rookie dumb mistakes. Yeah, we kind of talked about this a little bit behind the scenes, but uh, I agree. Um, I think if you just throw Pickett out there, let him let him stink the bed, let him learn his uh, let him let him learn the learning curve. You know, give him a chance to do all that. You know, and because if you get the same, well, I don't know what's going to happen now. Because like, are you going to keep the offensive starters in for the whole game just to give Pickett a chance, or? That's what I'm. Ex- I was expecting Pickett to come in in the second quarter, but as I'm trying to get my game back online here, but you know that's just me. I, you would be ex- you would expect just for the fair opportunity, but from this, it's starting to look like Trubisky will probably come out week one. Yeah, I think he probably will be, but I mean, I'm not too excited about that. I have no problem with Mitch. David Blau just took a hilarious sack. <laughs> um, oh, geez. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, I think Pickett, he should just be out there. I think he will be before too long anyway, especially cause I will say I, I do get it because the early first couple weeks are rough. They do play at Cincinnati and then versus Belichick first two games. That's tough for a rookie, but then they play Cleveland and the Jets. So like, I kind of would just throw Pickett out there let him struggle those first two games, take his lumps. And then hopefully against Cleveland and the Jets, you start to see some improvement. That's what I would do. But, you know, Mike Tomlin also probably knows more about football than I do. So yeah, I gotta, I he might have us beat on that one. <laughs> I guess I trust him on that. But, yeah. That's not really – I was about to say, I kind of – I was kind of hoping to see more picket action a little earlier than now, but – Hopefully. You know, we're almost what halfway through the second quarter now. Over, and yeah. Yeah, it's uh, you know, just especially that twenty yard when you guys were inside the twenty. I was thinking to myself, this has to be a touchdown for Trubisky, right? Like Trubisky, <laughs> like you have, you have to score because then if Pickett comes in and like you said, balls out with what will probably be the second team, um, like. Oh, it's gonna be interesting how 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 like things are gonna be handled in Pittsburgh. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna, it's gonna be very interesting. So check it out. All right, uh, you may send me this link. We do knock these segments out, and then prior last one. Uh yeah. Let's see. Let's see. Um, I'm about to send you the new meeting. Uh, oh, I was about to say, uh, yeah. Go ahead. Word. All right. I'll catch you in a sec. Thank you for listening to the CJJC show. For more content, follow us on Spotify or our Instagram page if we ever decide to update that. So go ahead and give us a shout. Shout. You get what I'm saying.